Hey, Marlboro Softball. Scott Zettenberg here. Another episode of Marlboro Softball Talk. And I'll be honest, uh, I'm nervous coming on the air this week and talking about this weekend's game is because we are staring in the face of our first rainout of 2021. I don't want it to happen. I'm trying not to jinx it, but man, I just, uh, the weather report doesn't look good. But you know what? I'm going to go at it and I'm going to act as if it's going to be bright and sunny and we're playing these games and we're going to preview Sunday's matchups right here on Marlboro Softball Talk. Joining me on this episode to talk about his team and this weekend's matchups is the captain of the top-seeded team in Marlboro Softball, the best record in Marlboro Softball, and that is Team DeMarco at 2-0. All day, Anthony DeMarco joining me on the podcast. And thank you so much for being my guest this weekend. And congratulations on being 2-0. The best record, as I mentioned, in Marlboro softball. How do you like your team so far? What's up, Scotty? Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, to, to be honest, I really like my team this year. I think uh, I aim for defense in the draft. Although my defense hasn't really come around yet and we've been constantly changing the defense, I think we're finally there. I mean, we were down 13-3 against Reese, and then we kind of put together five strong defensive innings, and uh, we ended up pulling it out, 15-14. And offensively, we're scoring 15 runs a game, so can't really hate anything about that. I got Yoko leading off, setting the tone. Woody follows him. And obviously, from there, we've just been turning the order and scoring some runs, so it's been a fun year. Talk to me about Woody, early Rookie of the Year candidate through two games. Yeah, Woody's definitely got a shot. He's got a really nice swing. He puts uh, good wood on the ball every uh, every at bat. I think he's in about five seventy right now. I think that should finish around you know around five hundred, maybe a little bit better. And the kid plays a lights out defense. He's uh, I moved myself to second base if you haven't if you uh, haven't heard yet. And Woody, I put in left center field because I feel comfortable. Growing up, he was always one of our best outfielders. Especially in high school, he was our best outfielder. So, I mean, I got him in left center field, hitting over 500. Yeah, sure. Rookie of the year. I was going to ask you that. I didn't know if you wanted to reveal that information for the league here on the podcast. But is this move to second base official? Is this going to be your position now for the foreseeable future? Yeah, I mean, my, my team knows me. I, I have a really uh, – I have a short leash with some things. I play the hot hand with the batting order and especially on defense. So, I mean, second base, I think we had about six errors there between between a couple guys. So I went there, I made my two plays, and we're, we're just going to roll me. We're going to roll with the hot hand. Okay. If I can't, if I can't hold it down, I'm going to put, you know, my, my two second basemen back there and throw me back in the outfield. But for now, we're rolling with the hot hand. Okay. Weather permitting, you have a matchup against Lombardi at Marl on Sunday morning. Will Team DeMarco improve to 3-0 and on the season? You know me, Scotty. I'm a confident guy, so I'm going to say absolutely. I see 3-0, and but that Lombardi team, they've been getting a lot of – I'm not going to say a lot of hate, but they haven't really been talked about much. I mean, when you got the two Blackburns at the top of the order, first and second round, I don't even care about the penalty. you got a veteran Holmes. Uh, Young had two hits, but he looks like a good ball player. And then from there, it's a tough lineup. A lot of outs, a lot of speed. Tyson Lee, you got the Mallow package. It's a good all-around team. So 
they can and the top of the order is just devastating. <laughs> the the yeah, Blackbirds are a double. They're on second base every single time. It's ridiculous. You know, you yeah. look up. I was at the game on Sunday night watching them play, and it's like you look up and there's another Blackburn sliding headfirst into second base. You're like, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's constant. I actually picked Steve Blackburn in the beginning of the year to be uh, to win the uh, batting title this year. So we'll see. I'm not sure he had the best first game, but that kid's a stud. He could put the ball line to line. He's a good player. And I forgot to mention my man Dave Trajani at the top of the order. He's a double waiting to happen too. So he fits in very nicely with that lineup. Okay. Uh, you've talked to a lot of people around the league. I know it's only been one game, but what's your early impressions about some of the teams? Well, the team I saw the most was uh, Team Farise, and they are not an 0-2 team. They're not a team to, uh, to take lightly. They obviously got the MVP, Chase Sandler. Juska's my man. He could play a good shortstop, hits the ball hard every time. I'm not going to list every guy on the team, but Pat Thomas as a nine, ridiculous. Yeah, that's Great. fair. So that, that team's on 0-2. You're going to see them making a nice a, a nice top five uh, push. Um, I actually like Trashinsky's team. I think they had a good uh, comeback win. It's just a solid ball team, man. And you got this rookie, Rabinowitz, who plays a good left field. They got him in the sixth round. Kid played high school ball. He's got a very nice swing. Um that's a tough order as well. Obviously, my man Rich Spears is the leader on that team, and they got a good defense as well. LaRock is not a team to take lightly as, uh, either. Once Santa Ramita, who I hear is swinging the bat nicely, mm-hmm. once once he comes around, that de- defense is no joke. And the Potos pick, it's a tough tough out down the board. They got Nick Lombardi as a 12. It's a really, really tough, tough lineup. Um, I'll break down one more team for you. I like, I like Goldfarb, man. I know they've been getting a lot of love, but uh, the Parkman, Parkman pick, 5-6, that, that kid Andy could really play. Obviously, we, we all talk about the top four on that team, but they, they got some good picks. Sean Grant, he's a G, eighth-round pick, but with obviously Ryan. Ryan Grant is the 11. He, he brings way more to that team than, than just uh, – you know, a normal 11. So that's that's a great team as well. All right, let's go through the potential schedule for Sunday, weather permitting, and it doesn't look good right now, but uh, we're hoping that we can get the games in, you know, depending on when in the day the rain starts. Uh, Ovox, for t- Team for East that you played twice, going up against Polzer. Who do you like in that one? Polzer, another team that, that's uh, very underrated. But just because I saw them twice and how hard they played us twice, I got to go Team for East in that one. All right, we go to Team Pingaro against LaRocca, also at the at the Swim Club. Wow. You never count a Team Pingaro team out. That, that's another team. Not really mentioned too many times, but when you got Pingaro coaching the ship, you know, when Pingaro driving the ship, that's a tough team to bet against, but in this one I'm going to have to go with LaRocca. I think swim, I think they are a Swim Club team, Pingaro's team. They're very sound defensively. AJ's going to pitch to every hitter differently, so he's going to pitch to his defense. And having a big infield like that just, I think, helps that team. So I'm yeah, actually, actually going to exactly. give Pingaro the edge there. That's exactly what it is. And, and AJ just being able to field his position and the way he changes up the height and depth. I actually faced him today, and we had a little tournament team BP. I couldn't even square a ball up against this kid with the yellow. <laughs> he, he is such a good pitcher, man. Throws it short, throws it deep. Yep. And I, he wasn't even trying, man. He's got knuckleball. He's, he's tough to square up. Let's go to uh, Marone against Harris at East Francis. Who do you like there? Marone is another team that once they really come around, that's that's a great team. So I'm going to pick them in that matchup. They have a deep lineup, man. Danny D, he's no seventh-round pick, 
their defense is fast. They all got arms with Dinoff, Amadeo, and Austin. That, that's a really good team. I'm going to pick Marone there. Okay. We move on to the middle school, Goddard against Conti. Uh, Goddard versus Conti. I think that field probably plays in – that's a real toss-up. That probably plays in Conti's favor. I can't bet against Goddard's offense, though. Uh, I think Goddard's going to take that one. Hopefully, Leonardo's like, Leonardi is okay. That guy's a stud. I know he went rookie-rookie. Santa gets a stud as well. So I'm going to go Goddard just because they're offense. And that game will probably be 20-17 to 17, uh, at the middle <laughs> school. <laughs> That'll be <laughs> How very high school. Next game, Lapine against Steinberg. Is Carroll playing? I, I don't know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's such a he's such a difference maker, man. Where where's that game? Municipal. Hmm. I think I think that plays to Steinberg's favor. Yes, it does. The bigger infield plays to Steinberg's favor. Absolutely. I'm gonna actually go. I'm gonna go Steinberg there. Yeah, it's it's the big infield. I think Eric and Richie will swallow everything yeah. up up the middle. So Yeah, that no, is, that's just yep. policy. That's a very solid team. Okay. Uh the Union Hill games. Drashinsky against Kessler. You got Drashinsky and Kessler. Ah, man, I'm going to go Kessler here just because the gold goes in effect. Okay, okay. What about Goldfarb and Wallman? That's a good game. Wallman, Goldfarb, wow. And where is that, Union Hill, you said? Yep. Ah, man. Both really, really tough lineups. I got to pick against my man Bija here, and I'm going to pick Goldfarb. Okay, all right. Uh, my team against Pollock, the Sunday night game, which might be the only game that's played on Sunday, weather permitting, because <laughs> yeah. it, it might rain during the morning and then not rain the rest of the day. So uh, it might be the only game of the day. But the standalone Sunday night game, Pollock against the uh, Pizza Boys. What do you think? I don't even think that. I don't think that's a question. You know where I'm going here, man. This is all you, especially on Union Hill. I don't, I don't think Pollock drafted a Union Hill-type team. I think you very well did, and you hit it out of the park. So I, I don't just have you winning this game. I have you, at the end of the year, being a top three seed as well, which I don't think is no surprise to anybody. Well, that would be great because then we get to pick our own field. Uh, exactly. I do think, and I've said it so many times, that there should be a benefit to winning your division, and and maybe that's something that the league will consider moving forward. But otherwise, why have divisions? You know, you play each team in your division twice. You should get some reward for winning your division. Couldn't agree more. All right. Well, listen, I know uh, you're feeding the baby. Thanks so much for giving me a couple of minutes. Congratulations on the 2-0 start. You right now have the best record in Marlboro softball. Who would have predicted that? <laughs> Who would have thought, man? Who would have thought? <laughs> I appreciate you having me on, Scotty. All right. Good luck on Sunday. All right. You too, man. Have a good one. There he is, Ant DeMarco, the new father, the 2-0 and captain, uh, as he joined me here on the pod, talked about his team and some of the matchups this weekend, which I very, very much hope that we are playing and uh, like I told Anthony, I'm th- I'm hopeful that I can get the night game in and, you know, everybody else gets rained out. But maybe we make games up on Wednesday. I don't know. Commission, if you're listening, maybe Wednesday's a makeup day. Who knows? 
Uh, but listen, you know, there are worse things than rain. Um, and we dealt with it all <laughs> last year, of course. So hopefully we get out there on Sunday. If not, everyone rest up, enjoy your off day, and we'll be back at it next week with another uh, edition of the podcast and another slate of games to break down. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review Marlboro Softball Talk wherever you get your podcasts from, and I'll talk to you next time. Good luck, everyone. 